Hi everybody, this is Elliot Fishman and welcome to our December 2022 CTSS quiz. Hard to imagine another year has passed us by. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're getting ready for a joyous holiday season. And with that, let's get started. The most likely diagnosis in this case is, well, look at the renal artery on the right. Look at that beating. Diagnosis FMD, nothing else. Look at the external iliac arteries. Look at that beating. That's not plaque. That's classic fibromuscular dysplasia. Beautiful case. The beating is not the appearance of atherosclerotic disease. It's not the large vessel disease like Kawasaki's or giant cell arteritis, which gives you narrowing. It doesn't give you beating. It could give you aneurysms, narrowing, and occlusion. Beating is FMD, fibromuscular dysplasia. What a great case. I don't see it very commonly in the iliac vessels. Remember, renal arteries and carotid arteries are the best places to look. In this patient with right neck pain, the best diagnosis is, what's important to recognize on the image on your left, it's very early phase, and so all you see is the carotids. You can't really tell much about the jugulars, and that's very important because on the later phase, when the veins are opacified, look at the left jugular, look at the right. You see a thrombus with enhancing rim, classic jugular vein thrombosis. It's not an abscess, it's not a hematoma, it's not a fistula, just a beautiful example of jugular vein thrombosis. It can be associated with infection, can be associated with trauma, can be associated with a recent line placement, which was the situation in this patient. In this patient, the enhancement of the kidneys is likely due to a great case. Look how poorly the kidneys are enhancing. It's not lack of enhancement, but look at the cortex. You really don't see any enhancement to any degree. You see some medullary enhancement. The kidneys are small. The patient has a large line in place coming from the SVC into the IVC. This patient's on ECMO. Look at the lungs. This is poor perfusion. That's the appearance of poor renal perfusion. There's no strandings. There's no obstruction. It's not infarction. I guess when you have poor perfusion long enough, you get infarction, but then you don't see the cortical medullary uh, differentiation at all. It's not pyelonephritis, and surely it's not lymphoma. Classic poor perfusion, in this case with shock. In this patient with HIV, the best diagnosis is, you see multiple patchy nodules in both lung fields. There's a halo around them. Well, what could it be? Pneumonia is the easiest thing to say. Could be that. Could be fungal pneumonia. It doesn't quite have the look of PE. It's not typically wedge-shaped or cavitated. Drug reaction usually perihylar infiltrates. This was a patient with B-cell lymphoma. B-cell lymphoma gives you fluffy multiple nodules, can very much simulate infection. So the best diagnosis in this case is B-cell lymphoma. The most likely diagnosis in this case, very nice findings. Look at the azagous continuation. Uh, look at the dilated azagous coming down to the IVC, that azagous continuation. And then look at all the masses in the left upper quadrant. That's polysplenia. A beautiful example, it's dilated azagous vein. Yes, it's there. Multiple splenules or multiple spleens are there. The SVC is not occluded. You don't even see the SVC here. 
but this is azygous continuation of the IVC with polysplenia, a very classic variation in splenic anatomy. The most likely diagnosis in this case, well, I see a cystic lesion by tail of pancreas. The key thing is the rim enhancement. I could think of a spend tumor, but you usually don't get rim enhancement. MCN is a great location, but again, you don't have rim enhancement. Same thing, cirrhosis adenoma. Cystic lesion with rim enhancement, that's a cystic neuroendocrine tumor till proven otherwise, and this indeed was a cystic neuroendocrine tumor. Yes, cystic neuroendocrine tumors are less common, but they do occur. In this patient, the least likely diagnosis was, well, what do I see? I see a mass in the cecum. There's something infiltrating the cecum. First thought always is cecal carcinoma, and maybe the second thought is lymphoma but I don't see any big nodes, but you still could have cecal lymphoma in immunosuppressed patient. The other thing you can see sometimes, we know this from fluoro, but also CT, is at times ischemic changes in the cecum can simulate a malignancy, so that's in the differential. The one thing this is not is a normal colon that's not distended, so that's the least likely diagnosis. And by the way, this actually was ischemic colitis involving the cecum. The most likely diagnosis in this case, large mass in the mesentery. The mass encases the vessels, the so-called sandwich sign. The sandwich sign is lymphoma. The patient also has lots of nodes, particularly in the periodic region. Again, lymphoma. Carcinoid tumors give you mesenteric masses, but you have desmoplastic reaction. MAI infection, the nodes aren't so big and they're cystic and gist tumors are tumors off the small bowel typically in this scenario, which this is not. Beautiful encasement of the mesenteric vessels, lymphoma. The most likely diagnosis in this case, cystic nodes in the mesentery. You don't see much else, the bowel is not obstructed. Carcinoid tumors are typically somewhat vascular with desmoplastic reaction. Lymphoma can have cystic nodes, but that's typically when it's been treated. Sclerosing mesenteritis is a mass with dense calcification. There's no calcification here. The best answer for cystic nodes, it can be Whipple's disease, but most commonly is MAI infection. MAI gives you cystic mesenteric nodes, and this is a wonderful example. What about this patient with right lower quadrant pain? There's an amorphous mass of low attenuation, but a mild attenuation. It's pushing the kidney, not coming off the kidney, so it's not an AML. There's fat in the lesion, which is critical, and so it's a retroperitoneal mass with some fat, and that's going to push you to liposarcoma. Lymphoma, the density is not good, and it's not a renal cell. There's no vascularity, and the epicenter really is something pushing on the kidney rather than arising from the kidney. So the best diagnosis in this case is a liposarcoma. Well, that's the December 2022 quiz. The next time you see a quiz from us, it's going to be in the new year, 2023. What a great number. Anyway, I hope you have a pleasant end of 2022. And we'll see you next year, if not sooner. Have a great day. If you like this video, make sure to subscribe to the CTSS YouTube channel. You can also visit us at ctss.com for even more videos, plus quizzes, pearls, protocols, and oh so much more. 
We're also in the App Store and have well over a dozen apps for iPhone and iPad, all completely free. Thanks for watching.